This is the semi woke podcast. This is the semi woke podcast. This is a podcast where Sharia groom. It's a grooming podcast where Sharia grooms me in front of a straight male, brainwashing me with one woke concept a week in an effort to turn me gay. Nope. No. What do you mean? It's not enough for you to become gay. It's never you, enough for you, mom. No, it, it will never be enough. That's nothing. Everyone's gay. <laughs> Have you seen the line at the at Ginger's for a fucking beer? Okay? <laughs> Everyone's fucking gay now. It's true. Um, no, it, that's not enough. You have to become the uh, residual water in the uh, pot after uh, uh, someone boils their dildos. Wow. <laughs> Wow. You have to become the dildo soup one. We call that moonlight moonshine. <laughs> okay. Wait. Drink it up. Yes. Drink it up, baby. That's a great name. I could see that like I could see like probably like gay male porn stars or something could sell that online. And so could uh lesbian porn okay, stars. Okay, fine. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Who's boiling dicks more often? Let's just be real. Who's the cleaner? Who's <laughs> boiling dicks more? I Who's don't boiling know. Dicks more often? I think it's the dykes. It's the dice for sure. But you know what? I think we all, everybody should boil your dicks, by the way. Boil your dicks. Do people use dishwashers for that kind of thing? They do sometimes, but I would imagine I, that's all dishwasher safe. It's they safe for everything but the dishes. They literally you're gonna have exactly. a bunch of schmegma on the dishes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Out. I would never put mine in my dishwasher. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I, I think I think even if you put it in through the dishwasher, you should boil it first just to get rid of like. I imagine you with your toys. It's kind of like a very rustic affair where you hand lovingly hand wash them and then you hang them up on a clothesline out to dry. That's very much it. <laughs> it's I literally that's the problem with my toys. Like by the time I finish cleaning them, I'm like I'm not even horny anymore. Yeah. I, I, I've just done manual labor. I know exactly, you know? especially the clit sucking ones because you gotta like get into. Oh the yeah, things. I can. I, I, I don't know, but I can imagine. Oh, you've never seen those? No, no, I haven't. You should. You should. Um, they're. They're fine. Me and me and me and Madi, whatever. What they're famous, you know them. Uh, me and Madi have arguments about the the usefulness of the clit sucking vibes. Uh, very often, uh, you, you're a pro. I I'm very pro clit sucking vibe. Uh, extremely pro. Uh, me and Madi and me and Cat too. I bought Cat a, a clit sucking vibe, and she was like. She like called me and was like, "Was this like a Christmas thing? These yeah. are stocking stuffers Honestly, for all your queer yes, friends." It was, for, it was either Christmas or her birthday. Um, <laughs> she is like, she was like, "I had to take it back. It was too powerful." Yeah, I mean, I could see that because you know the clit can be a delicate thing. I mean, look, you have to acknowledge other people have their own subjective experiences yeah, around but it's their not clits. Like being sucked into a jet engine, which. Um, yeah, it's see? Like, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm on Lexapro, so it's, yeah, it, it takes exactly. Me a lot. You need like a Boeing. And you know what I mean? Powered yes. Yes. sucker. Yes. You know what I haven't tried though? The rose. And I'm finally going to try it. I'm going to get the rose. There's a rose with like two compartments. There's one with the clit sucker part and there's one with with the dildo part. And it's like small, but it like does this. So oh, did you ever think, and don't get mad at me for asking you this. What? That maybe your um, expertise and being a connoisseur of toys is actually the thing that's preventing you from going and getting the real thing these days. Just curious, and I'm not saying that you understand. I say that out of genuine no, curiosity. No, no, no. That's a very good question. You know, I think uh, maybe, but I think it's more my like trauma. Right, <laughs> that could also be it from going out and, and well, this is what the no fap movement for men is actually really about, and I think it is very much trauma based as well. By the way, and that like people who excessively masturbate, even as men, are also dealing with some kind of anxiety and trauma. Did you say excessively masturbate. Except, well, based on you, be, listen. You're like the fucking... Uh, I do not excessively... I used to excessively masturbate. Your house is like a sex toys are us. I just okay. have a lot of sex toys. Yes. Another way of saying what I just said. No, that's different. <laughs> okay. That's different. I just have them for when I need them, uh-huh. which is actually not that often anymore. Um. Uh, well... Straight reference alert. In the beginning of the movie Commando, when Arnold has to go after his daughter and he goes, he breaks into the warehouse full of guns and there's just like walls and walls of different firearms. That's what I imagine your sex toy closet is like. (laughs) I wish. You guys have that kind of money? You know how expensive those things are? No, no. It's just one drawer. Okay. It's just one Good. drawer. And they, they tend to have lots of compartments. In a gigantic Wayfair. <laughs> like, it's literally, yes. Yes, in a giant yes. Euro. Yes, it literally is. Yes. Um, oh, this is this is the first gay straight collaboration. Oh, since what? Since Wham. 
Ooh. I know. I just watched that documentary recently. George Michael. I did not was know. Was the they, other guy straight? Yeah, exactly. I had no whoa. idea. Not only was he straight, but he was. Wham? More like whoa. Exactly. Okay. He was a great ally and he was a good friend to George Michael and he was able to like he was really he was a good well they came out in a, in a very thank you thank you I love that <laughs> thank you so I'm much that makes me feel so good because I got all the money and you got all the A's exactly <laughs> okay <laughs> um, <laughs> Come back to the mic. Come on. We need to cut that out. <laughs> Never. That needs to be cut out. Never. No, that's, that's not I'm doing an my job joke. here. It's no, the inappropriate no, straight male. No, um, no. But uh, that is so, you know what? That's uh, You love the joke. You were dying of laughter right that now. That wasn't funny. Which is a, is a sign that it has been sanctioned. <laughs> but I think, you know what's so interesting about that, the Wham thing, is that that was a time in many ways where yes. there was a lot more queer kind of gender bending, yes. as they used to call it, than acceptance, yes. right? David Bowie, Prince, yes. Wham. Even the straight dudes, like, uh, uh, who, uh, she's my cherry pie, all those Warrants, dudes. yeah, oh, glam rockers, yeah. yeah. All, well, I, are they glam rockers? Those are, I that's think glam of, rock? No, New York Dolls are glam rock. These people uh, are 80s hair bands. That's 80s hair bands, are. yeah. There's a, there's a lot of crossover. You're right, though. Glam is like Roxy music, mm -hmm. and which is really amazing. Incredible music. Yes. Um, yeah, an amazing yeah. time, actually. Yeah, talk about gender benders coming for your children. Those were the ones Truly. that were coming for your children. I just learned that one of the New York dolls literally like kidnapped a 13-year-old girl and kept her as his... Every single rock. Well, it was the eighties. It was literally though, like every single rock star from like the seventies and eighties kidnapped a child at one point. Or yeah, another. yeah. It yeah. just it was the times. It was the times. Um. Anyway, should we we should we should uh let's take a little uh let's take a break. We're gonna talk about the Barbie. We're talking movie about the Barbie movie that we went and boy, do we have some hot takes. We have some hot takes and some surprising takes and, too. Yeah, um, <laughs> some surprising surprising things came out of our uh, trip to the Barbie movie. Yeah. Um. Uh, but but first, let's go pay some bills so we can pay for that uh, fucking uh, Barbie ticket. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, and we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to Semi Woke. Welcome back to Semi Woke. We just paid some bills. I hope you guys are going to go take us up on the offer we just made you there. That's um, right. Yes. Uh, so, Sheree and I went to go see the Barbie movie. We this did. is at her instigation. I was not going to see it. I had no plans. I was like, hey, girl, you want to see Barbie? And you were like, um, yes, let's go right now. I'm going to buy the tickets. I was not going to I was not going to go see Barbie uh, at all just because for whatever reason, I was like the same for me. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, there's a ton of hype around this movie. Yes. A ton. And you're hearing about this person has a hot take. This person has a hot take. Yeah. Uh, hot takes but also like a lot of people like very it, it's been it's given so much praise yeah and i am a i'm a barbie girl i grew up on barbie barbie is a very what are you doing don't worry about it okay i don't know okay <laughs> I, I, I i'm got, like i i love barbie that's like i grew up on uh playing with barbies i recognized all the the barbie stuff i, I had, know my I cousin know. had barbies from like the early '90s and the late '80s, like we, like she had all the great Barbies. You're a Barbie girl living in a Barbie world. No, I'm a Barbie girl living under capitalism. Exactly. And so yes. <laughs> that's what. And I'm also like, um, like you know, if you were a child in the early '90s, like that was what you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, that was that was the thing that you had. That was like you know, toys. Toys were the things that you had, and Barbie was the ultimate toy. That's true. We were living in a non-digital era. Back yeah, then. but you actually didn't grow up playing with Barbies at no, all. No, no, I was a straight kid. I play with G.I. Joe's. Yeah. But like, even, I, I mean, I remember like straight, like our boy cousins playing us with us with Barbies and stuff like that. Are they still straight? I think so. But then they're they're Caribbean. So maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just closeted. <laughs> I never played with Barbies. I mean, there was no. What was my exposure going to be to Barbies? Right. It's like it's, mm. I didn't have sisters. I didn't have any female you had cousins. Kenna, you, had a, you had a yeah, little cousin. My niece, who's you niece. know sixteen years younger than me. Oh okay. yeah. Like, you thought how weird that would be if you never played Barbies mid, mid twenties? I was gonna. I would play other things with her. I don't think she was ever really into Barbie like really? that. She loved like the Little Mermaid, Mulan, that kind of stuff. Yes, but yes, yes. Um, yeah, I mean never. she she had a whole Powerpuff Girls that kind of thing. I love Powerpuff you know. Girls, yeah, yeah. But like, so you don't have that much of an emotional connection to Barbie, and I have no. like a deep, very like a serious emotional connection to Barbie. Yes. But when we watch the movie, you 
loved it. I didn't And I thought it, it was okay. I, you was lying it? bitch. Okay, you were on. like, girl, I'm buying that shit as soon as it comes out. <laughs> that is not true. Oh my God. Like, girl, I will see it again. It's not true. You I know, loved Barbie bitch. Well, you know what it was? There's two things. One, I was high. But then two, I came in with the absolute lowest expectations. That's true, yeah. Where I was like, this is going to be shit yeah. and whatever. Yeah. And then I came out being like, actually, that was not bad. Yeah. You know? So. You were like, that was amazing, I girl. I I, like, bitch, let's get a Barbie dream house. Let's get a corporate. <laughs> like, we're going back. You were like, let's go get all pink clothes and go to like a real premiere and do the pictures in the box. Right. I was expecting it to be something that's just like beyond the pale. As the as the supposed non-woke person in the semi-woke podcast, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is going to be a bunch of like, you know, uh, it Paul dribble and it's going to be not, it's not going to have any merit to it. It's just going to be pure propaganda. And I went in and it was just like, no, it, it was, was really funny. It was actually just like kind of, it was kind of cute. Yeah. It wasn't like a good movie, but it was right? funny, but it had some really funny, there was some really good jokes. It in was there. a really funny movie. It was like, a, it was like a very solid PG 13 yes. movie. Yes. It know? was. I said, I was like, this is our, this is the girls Wayne's world. This is our generation. Actually, that's a great comparison. Wayne's world, right? Like yeah. Wayne's world. Nobody went out, left Wayne's world being like, I feel so moved I and know. touched. You went out and were like, that was a really, really funny movie. Yeah. Now, I've gotten a lot of shit so far for saying this to other people about, like, how I just don't think it was that emotionally... Uh, right. I, I, you came out with harsher critiques than I, I did. I really did. That you was like, the interesting thing. Barbie! Yeah. Like, I know. And you I came in like, being like, you texted me while you were on your way. Like, Do they have the pink Barbie popcorn box? Do they have the uh, limited time Barbie popcorn box? We went to go see this at BAM, by the way. Brooklyn Academy of Music. <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah. Didn't realize. Yeah, they didn't have any of the Barbie <laughs> merchandise at all. They didn't have anything. I was actually really upset about that. I still kind of am. You I was were. willing to pay like 50 bucks. For it was hilarious. Uh, Barbie doll box. Yeah. Uh, for, full of popcorn. I thought it was, I thought that was very funny to me. That was the funniest, that was the funniest start to really? the movie. It was you being, needing that popcorn box. <laughs> <laughs> And then I just all I need I didn't even need to look. I knew that they wouldn't have it, but I did go in because I love you. Okay, because I was like, I, I know did walk inside. I know this bitch is not looking for the fun. I know because he Because I love you and nah, I went in I and looked. <laughs> and, and I felt like a bad stepfather. Because I was like, oh, I brought my girl out to BAM. It was this is not the experience. I should have taken her to an AMC. They don't have the premium Barbie popcorn box. She's gonna be so sad and disappointed. I was I felt okay. like a bad stepdad. Yeah, you, you know, like, like you were high too, so you were like, "I was high." I'm sorry. I did. I felt so bad. Uh, I couldn't even be my normal curmudgeonly self. I, I was just kind of giggly and apologetic. You even asked the lady again. You were like, "Are you sure you don't have?" It? She really wants it. She yes, make a wish, so kid. She really means that. That bond. was my vibe at the counter. <laughs> I know. No, it's okay. I'll, I'll go see it again. Maybe I just like wasn't. Um, but like it just, like it felt like. So this is the thing. Mm-hmm. I I went in there with the expectation that we were going to that the central theme of the film yeah. would be us as girls, our relationship with Barbie, right? Because right. when you're growing up, Barbie is like a central part of your identity, a part of your girlhood. Collecting Barbies is very important to you. Dressing her up, that's how you, this, this is your first like example of womanhood besides the 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 uh, women in your life, right? You know what's interesting about what you just said? Mm. It's so astounding to me based on all the data you just dropped on me about how one treats Barbies that there are not more female serial killers. Okay. <laughs> no, we take it out I on our Barbies. I them and I dress them. I know. I think you're right. Anyway, continue. That's so funny that you, because you, yes, you dress them yeah. and you, and you make them pretty, but some of them you also fuck up. Yeah. You take their heads off and put them on another <laughs> one. Right. You yeah. take uh, Barbie's head and you try to put it on Ken and vice versa. <laughs> right. You, it's your first example of like creating a world yeah. for yourself. Like for me, like Barbie was in integral to my growing up and wanting the the yearning for the Barbie that was so expensive that your mom wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't get uh-huh. you and that your friends had and my cousin my cousin had every single Barbie she ever wanted as soon as it came out my aunt and I got it for her mm-hmm. um and so I would go and play with her Barbies and I was always so jealous you know what I mean like it was such a it was like your first like 
social status symbol Mm -hmm. as a child. And then it sort of warps because as you start to grow up, you realize you're growing up and you don't look like Barbie and that Barbie doesn't look like you. Like, yes, I had chocolate Barbies, but they all had straight hair. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I I was, I'm too old for the era of the Barbies. The the natural hair Barbies. Yeah. Those are so, but like, I'm so glad they exist, but like it was too late for me. right? Right. They all had straight hair. They all very, they just had white Barbie features and then like there was no they didn't have little now they have like little wide nose and little lips mm-hmm. and whatever they kind of look kind yeah. of black yeah uh, but before it was just a regular white barbie dipped in chocolate dipped in chocolate and yeah. they handed to you and you know and then when you started to grow up and you started to not see your body turn into that and you notice that the women around you don't look like barbie mm-hmm. and you notice that like you know, the 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 constant like because also a lot of Barbie's central thing. We can talk all we want about how Barbie was an astronaut and a president and all yeah, that. Yeah. And she certainly was. She could be anything but black. <laughs> <laughs> she could be black. She could be anything but Asian. That's <laughs> she like, but really what it is is like accessories. It's not really, it's not really about like Barbie can be anything that you want. It's like you need to buy these toys to keep up so that Barbie can be the things that we tell her that she can be. Yeah. It starts to feel like that. You know what I mean? So like, it's all about, uh, so you're like, you're not actualized enough unless you have all the Barbies. Yes. What an amazing and all the Barbie accessories. Yeah. Yes. That was the main thing <laughs> right. about Barbies that you needed to constantly buy new clothes. For if your you don't Barbie. have president Barbie, you are not going to be president. Exactly. You don't have that potential. Exactly. You. It was a good strategy. Fascinating. And then it became, you that's such an to- intense pressure on, girls specifically because as a guy as a kid I grew up with G.I. Joe's and I love G.I. Joe's but there was never any possibility of any of that because it was so far outside the realm of possibility I could never be snake eyes you know what I mean the ninja looking um you know guy who was uh, he's, he's all slick and he carries a sword around it was all way too out in the realm of fantastical behavior right uh-huh. which is a liberty i think and a luxury afforded to men was about war it is it is but it was it's all very fantastical right these are all super warriors that's right special abilities Cobra. And stuff. yeah yeah and so it's that's a luxury actually i now that i think about it that's afforded to to boys and to men and that you didn't rely on you looked at them as masculine role models and ways of, mm. of, of inhabiting the world and war and aggression is a part of who you are right mm. but barbie itself is so basic yeah it's just a it's just a blonde woman who, who started off as just a blonde woman who Dresses really didn't up. have to do anything but drive around in a red in a blue, red corvette she didn't get it's a pink corvette, pink corvette and sorry. she doesn't get it until much later she just right. started off as a fashion right model. so it started off as like pre yes. 2020 Saudi Arabia Barbie model, right? Where she couldn't drive even. That was like Sharia Barbie, really. You know, soft Sharia. So wait, let's we do have to acknowledge the soft feminist undertones of Barbie itself and the Barbie movie. Okay. Right. So the thing with Barbie that they that they address in the film is uh, spoiler alert if you see the thing with Barbie that they address is that before Barbie all the dolls were baby dolls and the whole point was to teach little girls to be nurturing caretakers and mothers yeah. right and then Barbie came along and she was able to have a house right mm. Barbie Dreamhouse came before Barbie's Corvette right oh interesting yes she was a model she had her own shit she, there was no Ken for a while yeah. right she was she was uh, an independent woman who had her own house which was literally like illegal at the time right women women didn't wouldn't, weren't able to rent their own houses without a male co-signer until mm-hmm. like 1975. Amazing. So like, so like Barbie came out in the early fifties and she was, she had her own house by herself and she right. was like a beautiful girl and she bought her own things. And that in and of itself was sort of like a soft launch feminism. Now she was based on a sex toy doll named Lily. But Whoa. Let's not, yes, yes, that's yes. insane. Because it's a male designer ultimately. But yeah. like. But <laughs> oh, so the movie posited it as the, it was a woman who had started it. Named well, she uh, came up with the idea for Barbie and she like her initial designs were the ones that were used as a, a jump. And then there point. was a guy who but was like, there was a guy bigger tits. Yes. Bigger. Literally. Bigger. Literally. Yes. There was a guy who was like, she needs bigger pointier tits in a smaller waist. Amazing. That was literally it. And a big forehead for some reason. <laughs> the original Barbie got a big ass, like Rihanna forehead. God bless. <laughs> anyway. But like, so like there are some soft feminist underpinnings. Yes. Uh, Barbie was an astronaut before any other American. American woman was an astronaut, but a year before mm. the Russians sent a woman into space. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, Shouts to the Russians. I know, um, and like many different things. Like she was a she was a 
She was she was kind of iconic. And this is another thing. Like, yes, she's basic and all you have to do is put toys on her. But a lot of that was like encouraged a lot of our creativity. Because yeah. like when you really play Barbies, which is something that they didn't really address, they mm -hmm. made it seem like you're just like, hi, Barbie, hi, Barbie. And that's cute. But you've ever seen like you watch a bunch of eight year old girls play Barbie. That shit turns into Jerry Springer real <laughs> fucking quick. Yeah. They're fighting. They're killing. Yeah. They're selling drugs. At least that's what we were doing with our Barbies. <laughs> you know what I mean? They had weird Barbies. We Trap had, house Barbie. We had Crackhead Sue, we got Crackhead Susie's. <laughs> we, we would fuck up, you know. We draw on her face. She yeah. was the crackhead of the neighborhood, of the right. Barbie neighborhood, right? Like they, we, we were working through our own internal issues and 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 things that we saw in the world that we didn't really make sense. Right. That didn't really make sense to us. We tried to make it make sense in the world of our Barbies. Mm. So these things were like very, like these were integral to us. That's how I started. It, actually being able to understand Shakespeare is right. doing it with Barbies. My mom really wanted me to read Shakespeare, um, but didn't want to have to like explain it to me. Yeah. So like she got me these books and I used Barbie to act it out. Interesting. And that's how I got into Shakespeare. Wow. You know what I mean? I was, I was fucking taping twigs to my Barbie's hands to do Titus Andronicus. <laughs> you, know I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there were things that like, I really like, I, that's, these are core parts of my upbringing. The complexity when it comes. The only one you couldn't do that with, Othello. Okay, there was. No oh, black I absolutely Ken did. A, there was there a black was, Ken. Oh, at that time. Yeah. How old do you think I am, bitch? I don't know. I don't know anything about Barbie. Is my problem. Oh, Barbie. Yeah, yeah. I black, was just trying to be clever. Black Barbie came out in like the early in like the sixties or seventies. Like oh, there was already okay. a black Barbie, and then um, there was a Hispanic Barbie, Teresa, who was not in the movie for whatever reason, mm. but she's in the end credits. Just the doll is in the end credits. Yeah. Um, and like they. they did expand their collection pretty quickly because ultimately they want you to buy the fucking thing. Yeah. And and when you know people were complaining that it was just a, all their black and Hispanic and Asian children were playing with a bunch of white people. Right. It was like, all right, let's add some. So yeah. there were black cans. There was an MC Hammer doll made by <laughs> Mattel that my cousin had. <laughs> I do remember that actually. He had like a, he had like a gold uh, jacket. With, like, it was, yeah, it was it was a whole thing. <laughs> and he went around buying everybody Barbie dream houses until and he had no money to, Yeah, and then, and then it was just, you would have him and he'd have a dream house and it'd, it'd get foreclosed on. And then we'd move the white Barbies in. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so there were all there was a, there was there were all kinds of different Barbies. That was the thing that you could really create a very interesting world, right? Even in the early nineties. So here's the interesting thing: is that we both went into the movie with similar expectations, but perceiving it in different ways. I was like, oh, I'm gonna hate this. It's gonna be annoying. You were thinking maybe, oh, this could be a really radical, interesting movie. <laughs> Maybe not radical. It's still Mattel. Yeah. But I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like Inside Out for millennials, right? right? Because I and it doesn't really. It doesn't because Mattel ultimately is going to veto anything that's going to engage seriously with the complexities of girls' right. relationships with of Barbies. Course. But like the relationship you have with Barbie, it changes once you start to get a bit older, especially when you start to hit almost puberty. Yeah. And you're realizing you're not going to look like Barbie, and that Barbie kind of put a pressure on you to be perfect and beautiful that you don't deserve mm -hmm. <laughs> and that was undue and the and like that her body and everything about her is just like unrealistic mm -hmm. and when that starts to clash with your experiences of growing up especially if you're growing up and you're realizing oh no i'm gonna become a woman mm -hmm. barbie becomes almost an enemy right right, right. then they never had a mid barbie mid barbie you know what i mean <laughs> they never had a mid barbie but they did have a Fat Barbie, which oh, is just amazing. a skinny Barbie with a little bit of ass. <laughs> it's hilarious. They have a short skinny Barbie. They have a tall skinny Barbie, and Barbie with just a little booty. Love that. Um, yeah, no, they'll they'll never have a. I think I'm gonna get into Barbies now. Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm waiting for. I will literally find magic earring Ken and give it to you <laughs> if this podcast ever makes us more money. <laughs> um, I, I appreciated the shouts to him too, by yeah. the way. Um, and so like. Your, your relationship with Barbie becomes complex. It becomes a, a, a situation where you're like, oh shit, did Barbie, did Barbie kind of pound conformity into my head secretly? Yeah. Like, am I, am I like, oh, this is now an expectation that I can't fulfill among all the other expectations that I am supposed to fulfill. And so you hate her. 
you grow to hate her. Yeah, well, it cir- circumscribes it's, your reality for sure, yes. right? Because it's like, yes, you can be all these. There's no, oh, I'm a Maoist Barbie. Like, no, there's no Sandinista Barbie. Exactly. That's contradictory, of course. <laughs> Sandinista you know. Barbie. Yeah, no. Right. No. Like, and this, yeah, no, of course, Barbie can't have any real political ideologies or anything. Abortion Barbie. But it's also, <laughs> there's Midge. <Yeah>. <laughs> who got, did get aborted They did herself. abort her. They aborted her and that baby. Um, But like, you know, but then you get older and then you're like, oh, I miss playing with Barbies. Right. Barbies are an integral part of my girlhood and my childhood and my femininity, you mm-hmm. know? Like, having Barbies was like a declaration of your femininity. Um, and, and uh, like, so the relationship is complicated. So I thought we were going to go on that journey where it tugs at your heartstrings and you recognize that, yes, it was complicated, but ultimately you love Barbie and she was important to you right. and your upbringing. But there was that it was a muddled screenplay with it a lot was, of different it was things. so it was going let's, in different let's get into the meat of the movie like i liked the movie because i was like oh this isn't taking itself seriously at all it, yes i like it, all all the quote ideology in there is like really softball yeah. you know what i mean it's yeah, like very yeah. they they engage but they don't really engage yeah. in any deep way they just very, very, it's like drive-by yeah. encounters with feminism, yes. self-actualization, yes. all of that of stuff. patriarchy, but only yeah. the patriarchy that is like cute and funny. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sitcom dad patriarchy. Yeah, exactly. And so I came out rather pleased in the sense that I was like, oh, this movie is, is nothing to worry about. Because uh, I remember you thought it was going to radicalize well, I, little I, well, girls in the sense that, like, I you know what I didn't want was something that was going to have no comedic merit, yes, but actually just be like a super pedantic movie, for sure, right? And that's what would annoy me more, more than anything, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. And yes. and so we came out, and I was like, hey, actually, that wasn't that bad. And you, you were, like, it was I. You were no, you didn't say that wasn't that bad. You were like, girl. I loved that movie. I loved Barbie. You dead ass were like, I loved it. I was not dead ass. No, yes, you were. Like I was like, it was good. You no, you loved it. Also, you loved here's it. the thing is that I was high. And then as the high wore off, I was like, it was fine. It was good. You, I was feeling some type of way because you were like, I feel like really connected to Barbie. Shut the fuck and I was up. like, oh, what's happening? What's happening right now? We're switching roles. <laughs> you, I want the Barbie popcorn box. Like, yes, you really were. You were like different after we came out. It was a highly sophisticated advertisement for Barbie dolls. And it was also so fucking funny and it was beautiful to look at. And listen, it was extremely beautiful, beautiful to look at. Beautiful to look at. Production design, the costume oh, design. Oh, I want to go to there. Insane. Oh my Insane. god. This was obviously whoever was taking care of the look of the film yeah. loves Barbie and wanted to stay true to as true to the toys as possible yeah. in a way that really pulled at my heartstrings. Like that would pull that my because I was like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember when they were doing the camper van. Yes. When yes, they when yes. they do the like route like that camper van. I had that. That's one of those early Barbie things that I had. You right. Know? Right. You know what I appreciate about it? Because one critique that I started hearing was like, this is not a movie for kids. And I was like, it's not a movie for it's kids. It's not. But it's you know what? You know what? You know who it's, who it's actually for? And they kind of tell you in the movie itself, right? Mm-hmm. It's not for kids now. It's for Adults yes. now who yes. used to own Barbies, yes. and that's why there were references basically to like fuck boys. You know what I mean? Because yes. what it was, what was it about? It was about men being uh, controlling the distance. You know what I mean? Keeping yeah, the long term. Oh, that's a long term Men playing guitar at you, yes. all that. That's stuff that like women now in their thirties have been enduring. Sure, and that's like the stuff that like like straight girls are like, oh, that's annoying about men. Yes, but. That's not patriarchy. That's like no. that's like annoying dude stuff, yes. which is cute. I loved the Kens. I thought they were yeah. really funny, but they don't represent patriarchy. No, <laughs> they no. don't. They tried really hard to make that happen. I think. Well, again, like listen, we talked about this a little bit after, right? There's only so much they could actually try 100%. to do that because the first thing that you see on the screen is Mattel. Yes. Right. So it's an advertisement for Barbie. They're yes. never going to go deep in the in the weeds about feminism or about this or that. Yeah. It's so funny because I watched some left wing critiques of it too. Oh, did you? Oh, which, and I what was, did you watch? I watched like a Crystal watched, Ball's critique okay. of it. Her, did you watch Verily like, Bitchy's uh, no. video of it? It's really good. But I was like, even this, I was like, even this is like kind of a useless critique because listen, I say this as a comedian, as a person who definitively does know funny. And this was like, 
it had some fucking good jokes it in there, hilarious. dude. Like it, it takes some, a lot I for me to laugh out loud. Cackling. We were both we were both cackling. Like Will Ferrell was hilarious. Will Ferrell was amazing. Kate McKinnon was hilarious. Kate McKinnon was amazing. Ryan fucking Gosling. Ryan Gosling was hilarious. He was excellent in it. You know, and I was one of those people who was like, "Why is he playing Ken? Right? Why is he playing Ken? He's too old to play Ken." I mean, and and then he was like. This is why I'm playing Ken, bitch. Yeah. Shut the fuck there, up. There was like pretty Ain't good comedic shit. writing. It wasn't a well-written movie in no. that like they didn't know how to build the world properly. No, and there was a lot of deus ex machina dumbs into the dumb shit that yes. was happening. Where it's like yes. this is, should not be taken seriously as a yes. film. Yes. Right? But I enjoyed it on the level uh, that I enjoy movies like Step Brothers. Yeah. Austin Talladega Powers. Nights, Austin Powers. Yes. Right. Movies that... Dude, they're hilarious yes. to me. You know what I mean? Like and Step Brothers is legit. That's Grey oh, Gardens for men. Okay. That is Grey Gardens for men right there. And that is that Step Brothers is elevated. Step yeah, Brothers is there's, great, but there's it, some intense critique baked into that movie, which is just unbelievably good. But that we'll is said, we'll do an episode on that. Um, um so Barbie wasn't as good as that, yes. but that was I was able to enjoy it on the level of just yes. just a comedy. Yes, you know. But what I mean? I've talked to several people yeah. who've been like, I sobbed during that movie. That's demented. They people clap. Remember people clapped after America Ferrera's speech about like how yes. hard it is to be a woman. Yeah. You clapped. I clapped because everybody else was clapping. I, everybody else started clapping, and I was like, Yeah. Because there was some parts that I, of course, identified mm-hmm. with, you know, like you try really hard, but it's never enough. You know what I mean? America Ferreira is so hot, too, by the America way. America Ferreira like, is a oh revelation and she's beautiful and she ate that shit. God. She was great in that. And the little girl they got to play her daughter looks so much I like need her. an America Ferreira doll, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Don't okay. be fucking weird. Don't <laughs> I can't be creepy. help it. Don't That's be my job on this podcast. I met her at LAX once. Oh, nice. Uh, we <laughs> she was like security. Flight. Yeah, basically. I was like, because I, I, I love that she's in this really random indie movie. She was movie. like, what are you doing in first class? Can I was you? not in first class. I was like, what are you doing on I the know. commercial flight? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she, 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 so like, we were, uh, so like, I, there was, she was in this movie called It's a Disaster. Yeah. And it's a, like a really small indie movie, but it's brilliant. It was one of my favorite movies. I had it on DVD. Uh, and so I saw her, the first thing I said to her was, like, I love It's a Disaster. And she was like, huh? <laughs> she was like, oh. Uh, okay, like what? That was the most. Ra- I've done like really big things. Uh-huh. It's a really good. One. She's she's beautiful in person too. She's so gorgeous. Um, she she's was great hot. in it. Margot Robbie was excellent in it. Margot Robbie was good. Yeah. Excellent. She brought every like she 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 brought. She's a great actor. She's a so fantastic she's, she's, actor. She's really good. She yeah. was gonna. It's hard shit. to be like she was amazing because she was playing really just stereotypical Barbie, the straight person, the straight man, so to speak, right? Yeah, but she comedically, had so you know many. I mean? The part where she like falls apart and yeah. like can't <laughs> can't stand up. See, that's Margot Robbie being like, "How you? How dare you diminish my fucking?" Listen, don't get me wrong. I, th- I thought she was great. Um, but you know, she wasn't one of the character actors in it, right? So yeah, everyone but she else. Had so many like she had some. She was yeah, a I, character. She actor. was great. She, she had was good great. physical comedy moments. Listen, she was, I'm not trying to take anything away from her. Right? It's just, like the, it's just the nature of the part. Um. But I was like confused because we were we went into the movie being like, okay, this is going to be good because we're going to have some spicy debatey style content maybe about Barbie, right? Mm-hmm. And but we came out both feeling more or less middle of the road about for sure, it. For sure, it was not any of those things. And then I realized, so hey, I went this is and watched retconning. And then I went and watched what's retconning? We were not both middle of the road. I was middle of the road, and you were like, girl, fuck up, Barbie. We're seeing it again. Do you want to go see it again right now? You know what I said? Is I was like, I would actually watch that again. Yes, you did. You said, as soon as that shit comes out on DVD, I'm getting it. A DVD. That's how we both know that this conversation didn't happen. That's what um, <laughs> I'm getting that. But you know what? I did say, I did say, oh, that's the kind of movie I would buy to just watch here and there because it's got some good jokes in it. Yeah, I did say It, it was a very funny movie. I didn't like love movie. it, but it was good. It, it, but I do think there are some things to talk about that are uh, more uh, socially and politically go off. conscious. Absolutely. Because, okay, I, a lot of this is taken from Barely Bitchy's video called The Plastic Feminism of Barbie. Mm. I mean, if you're watching this and not watching that, that's weird. Because mm. uh, she's like famous. Yeah. Watch um, this but, instead. Um, yeah, watch this instead. God damn it. I'll, I'll summarize it. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, she does go a lot into how it is a, an extremely um, shallow uh, presentation of feminist politics. 
Um, and how it's so funny that Mattel is the one talking about like building a world for women that mm-hmm. da 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 when the vast majority of the people who work in their factories are women mm-hmm. and they're being poisoned by the material that they're making. They're not being paid at all. They're dying. Oh, well, one thing I did say when we came out, I was like, instead of showing it from America, they should have shown it from the sweatshop workers' they sure perspective should, making they the Barbie. Sure should have. They sure yeah. and it, it, I mean, like they they sort of reference a little bit the fact that like they're like Barbie makes the world a better place even though she's made of plastic and she fills landfills yeah. and like you know what I mean and and puts a bunch of like waste out into the world. Yeah. Um and then there's also the the fact that Mattel only very softly engages with these things with these feminist girl power uh aesthetic um it, like you know uh, Verily Bitchy talks about how Mattel put out a um What's the face? What's the face? Ken. Oh my God. Come on. What? She's a painter. <sighs> Frida Kahlo. Frida Kahlo, yeah. They put out a Frida Kahlo doll. Listen, leave me alone. That's they they put out a I know, right? They put a put out a Frida Kahlo doll. Uh they put out a yassified Frida Kahlo doll. Like she doesn't even have a full unibrow. <laughs> she has like a purple unibrow. No, she does not have a unibrow. <laughs> she has like light. <laughs> Hair coming on like some side. Her of mustache is bleached. No mustache. No mustache. She's the bitch is snatched. She yeah. never looked like that. Um, and they and she was a very like like who is Frida Kahlo? Yes, she was a painter, but she was also an anti-capitalist. Mm-hmm. She was a very you know of what course, I mean. Yeah. Why would she would never want a doll made out of her? Of course. And like I think her family was like, "What the fuck are y'all doing?" And yeah. they were like, "Yeah, y'all can suck our dick. We're just gonna do it anyway." Yeah, this is the dark power of, of consumerism exactly. and capitalism. Exactly. But right? it helped make them look like a feminist company. Yeah. Despite the fact that they were absolutely desecrating a woman's memory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and this is sort of the soft feminism that was at the crux of the the uh, the social commentary of the movie, right? It was like, girls should be able to work. <laughs> right. No, it was. It was like- Why uh, can't girls be moms? Autonomy for women, right? That was all it autonomy, was. Autonomy. Yeah. Right? Autonomy. But as, as long as it's within these parameters. Right. How do we defeat patriarchy? By pretending to be dumb and cute. Yeah. By seducing men. It's not Barbie men. and Ken. It, maybe it can be, it's Barbie and it's Ken. That yeah. was like summed up the-, poli- the Which is so funny because like, I, I kind of, I mean, I, I do get where they were going where like, because the world of Barbie is- it's Barbie's world, and Ken is just there. He's an accessory. He's an accessory. He's part, like, there's nobody gets Ken dolls. You know what I mean? You right. get a Ken because you need something for your Barbie. Yeah. Right? So it's like shorts. It's like roller skates, yeah. right? And so I, I get that they were trying to make that parallel. Like, Ken is like that uh, in Barbie world, and that's what women are like in the real. No, it's not. Women are subjugated, their labor is stolen and exploited, and mm. they are they are oppressed and they are threatened with violence. Yeah. As a as a you know, that's the world they live in. I, they do make a reference to an undercurrent of violence that right. she is facing when with the flirtation and the her being catcalled and stuff like that. Yeah. But like the requirement to That still, was really funny. That, that was, was a really funny when they first landed. And, and my favorite part was when Ken was like, no, the world should be like Century City, California. That's so yeah. funny. That's so funny. No, my favorite funny. part was when she sees the um, the bikini models on the billboard and she's like, look, the Supreme Court. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was my favorite. That was my favorite. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was a um, sort of a, a limp dicked. Uh, attempt at uh, some satirizing uh, uh, patriarchy. It was a dry bussy attempt. Very much a dry bussy attempt. <laughs> but you know what? Bus. We already knew that's what it was going of to course, be. Mattel is the first thing you see on screen. Exactly. It's basically just an advertisement for Barbies. And I, what I want to talk about a little bit is the discourse surrounding it, which mm-hmm. I think is also even the people is even the people who are critiquing it yeah right because i watched the ben shapiro video right that people have been oh ben shapiro goes off for 43 minutes about barbie even this guy's just making money off of barbie of, there's no real great critique of having this movie because this movie isn't really worthy of, of that the, level of yes, critique 100 right 100%. it's it's really just like a dumb fun movie yes and that's really all yes. that all that is required of yes it. You i know do appreciate I mean? the trans representation though that was very good that right. is a subtly revolutionary mm-hmm. um, in the sense that like we're living in a that time. That was the tall brunette, right? Yes. The yeah. uh, What's her name? She was in some other things. 
Um, I didn't really, but um, uh, the, there was there were some other uh, the, like you know I appreciate that. Is that we're living in a time where like trans people are being like hard. Sure, but again, right the, now. These, again, this is all about just funneling all the politics of today yeah. through a consumer and uh, you know what i mean yes, is like 100%. is basically defanging it through consumers yes because no one know she's she's like there's no nobody really knows that she's trans unless you yeah. look it up uh, no i knew <laughs> i saw her i was like you know she's tall no you didn't like, she's tall. <laughs> no you didn't no you didn't you had I no did. idea you had no idea you had no I idea i did i knew she was trans i thought i i what I, oh i thought i thought we afterward i was like oh there's a trans where we yeah like who? And like she was all tall. Oh, I knew that because she, she was tall. Trans. Okay, fine. Well, <laughs> that's how I knew. All right. Well, I'm the fucking like, Adam's apple. Okay. What? It was there. That's not okay. Why not? Because uh, that is. Uh, there are so many trans people who who still have an Adam's apple because they can't maybe afford to get that. Surgery. And there's cis women who have an Adam's apple, but but like there that's that's also like the, like the. Uh, Clocking of trans people is a uh, is a sort of uh, dangerous, so dangerous thing me, to do. Me, I'm acknowledging that there was a trans person. So no, I should have just not noticed that she was trans. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't uh, mock or point out uh, features that are that belong to uh, cis men mm -hmm. on a trans woman because that is like a point of a sensitivity and b like can be very dangerous for trans women when when people say things like that. Okay, well that was how I was able to identify and I'm sorry for that, okay? But I, what? We forgot to cancel some to the, something today. I'm canceled And today. now we have to cancel you. Okay. Now we have to fine. cancel you. I'm um, fine, I'm, I'm okay with that. And okay. see, it's fucked up because I don't even remember the girl's name. Um, oh, now who's canceled? I'm no. canceling you <laughs> I actually just for erasing trans actors. What, what, what was she in though? Barbie. No, she was in something else. Barbie? The Barbie movie? No, she was in something else. Hari Neff. Hari Neff is her name. I think she's Israeli. What was she in? What was she in? Ah, Transparent. She was in Transparent. I never watched that. That wasn't for me. Uh, I saw a couple episodes. Very well, very me. like well-made television. Well-made television yeah. um, where Jeffrey Tambor was on set just terrorizing everybody. Yeah, that was the great irony of that yeah, show. Right? That. Which is why you shouldn't involve cis men in things like this. <laughs> Another example of why you shouldn't involve cis men in things like this, you. <laughs> well, <laughs> listen, you know, it, it, it is what it is, my friend. Also, Calperny Adams was a... Uh, 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 was on uh, Transparent. I love her. She's an mm. icon. Um, uh, yeah, anyway, I don't know. Go see the Barbie movie if you want. You should see it if you see want it. to. It's a good, funny if, movie. If you like just light, like empty kind of comedy. If you disagree with this and you really have like, a, you were really touched, because I talked to several people who were like, I sobbed. The Why? Whole what way. made them sob? The montage of people hugging randomly at the end. Oh. I was like, what does this have to do you know, there With were touching anything. moments between the mother and the daughter. Sort of, right? but because that's, that made me cry. Because that's just touching. Yeah, right, for, for sure. Obviously, yeah. I didn't cry. But it was like, oh. <laughs> I didn't cry, obviously. The, um, but the mother and the daughter stuff, you know, because those are like human things that are sure. happening. And then you're... You're seeing, but oh. it's not even that deep with it. Like, no, that's the problem with the actual movie as a movie is that yeah. they didn't really have a focus of what it wanted to be about in terms of like a message, exactly. right? Yeah. Like, I thought that would have been a perfectly fine vehicle for it for for all of that if it was like, yes! oh, this is the story of this mother and their daughter. Yes! And there's a generational divide, and they're able to come together via Barbies. Also, can we talk about this real quick before yeah. we go? That quote of mothers stand still so that their daughters can see how far they've oh, come. Yeah. Um, I didn't like that. And I know people are like, why are you being cynical about that? But I didn't like that because I think a lot of the problems with motherhood is the expectation of sacrifice. Yeah. And of course, certainly you sacrifice and you uh, you you uh, you give things up for anything in any relationship where you have. And of course, more for children, you sacrifice your time and your body and all right. that stuff. But the inherent um, expectation of sacrifice is something that I think makes bad mothers. Yeah, and it makes mothers that 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 are that either feel feel guilty for not being willing to sacrifice their entire lives, or feel that they must they they have to fight against that, right. or who guilt trip their children, particularly their daughters, for sure, for sure. Um, because 
they've sacrificed for them. Definitely. And I think that this this messaging, it's, it's being like touted as this beautiful quote that like really is like whatever. I Maybe it's just because of my own mother-daughter issues, but I just did not. I don't see that for what it is. And I think it's time for us to examine that whole belief system. Fair, fair. Here's my final critique that I want okay. people to come away with is stop getting into the discourse, guys. I disengage from discourse because all you're really doing is participating in consumer culture. So everybody, listen, everybody who's deciding to watch a video about why Barbie sucks or why Barbie is great, all you're doing is being a consumer. That's all you're doing. Things can exist on their own in the culture. And it's my conviction that so many issues that exist today, writ large, that are supposedly the issues of our time, really are not. Yes. Individuals can be who they want to be in this culture. It's just you're being trained to respond as a consumer yeah. to them. That's mm. the problem, mm. right? So whatever the issue actually is, you're made to believe that you are somehow a stakeholder when it comes to trans people yes. being trans, yes. people getting abortions, whatever it is. Don't fall for the dumb fucking hype of people like a Ben Shapiro who want to make a video and then get 2 million views on yes, it, right? Yes. I only watch it just to be like, well, what does this guy have to well, say? You're because, one of the 2 million but, views. Well, right. <laughs> well, I, I watch some other ones too, right? Mm -hmm. Just to see, because the Barbie movie itself was not provocative enough for me to have some take where it's like, this sucked or this was awesome, yeah. right? Yeah. And so all you're doing by engaging all of this other content that surrounds a phenomenon, whether it's a movie, whether it's people's individual choices, right? Things like that. It's all consumer culture. That's what's that's what that's what happens in this country and in this culture. It's all refracted through consumer culture, and that's how you're forced to engage it. All of your feelings around these things are not real. Your feelings around these things are not real because they're all mediated by purchasing decisions. And every time you click a button to watch a video that is a purchase that you are making, which whether you re realize it or not, is passing through the porous limits of your consciousness in order to infect who you are. Wait, are you and, immune and to this? You. I'm, uh, yes. Uh, well, I'm not immune to it. Listen, hold on. I'm not immune to it, but I'm aware of it. But it doesn't make you immune because you watch am, Ben Shapiro's videos. No, I, then, don't say videos. Do not say videos. I watch one. Vi this is the only time I've ever watched a ben, ever Shapiro watched ben Shapiro video. The only time, the only time I've watched any hot take videos has been in preparation for, for this, this podcast, podcast or if somebody sends it to but me. But what is going through your, what is going well, past so, the poorest? Okay. Do you want to, do you want to know what happens to yes. me? And this is why I know this, yeah. right? This is exactly why I know this. Yeah, yeah. It's not because I'm somehow above the situation, yeah. right? It's because I am aware of it, right? Because, and this is why I'm so, so rabidly skeptical of all social media is because I will, I can go on Twitter for an hour and I'll, I'll be on one topic, right? Yeah. One topic. It doesn't matter if I just read one side's perspective on one topic, I will come out rabidly yes. feeling a particular way. Yes. And then I'll, uh, and then there's a cool down period and I'm like, wow, that, yes. uh, that right there affected me. Yeah. The issue that they're talking about is not what affected me. Yeah. It's, it's being, being a force fed like a fucking foie gras goose, all of this different content. Yeah. Right. As a, as a, as a captive consumer mm -hmm. that is forcing me into it. So do I think that I'm immune to it? No, I'm not immune to it. Yeah. Right. Because I feel its effects on me, but I am aware of it. And okay. that is all I want to say is that For I sure. want people to be aware of how all this different media affects them. For sure. And okay. I think it's, it's time for us to like be critical of the media that even the stuff that we love, like I liked Barbie, I, I think it's okay to be critical of it. It right. doesn't put you on either side of an issue. Right. That's another thing. But stop watching Ben Shapiro's uh, Ben Shapiro. That that shit. That's why you. That's that's that. That's what makes you make a little transphobic comment. I did not. That's not a comment. That's maybe if anything. I don't know what the. It was Ben Shapiro. I don't know the sentence. It was you watched he, one. I did my, ben Shapiro. I watched half video. of the video and he didn't even mention the trans. Character. Yes, he did. He talks about. He's like, there's a trans character. Okay, I didn't get that far oh, into the video far, though. Dude, I just saw a clip of it. He was okay, like, I was. Watching it when you came and in, nobody talks about it, and her voice is deeper than mine. And I'm like, bro, I, my voice is deeper than yours, bro. When you came in, <laughs> I was like ten minutes in the video, and you like threw my phone across the room. You're like, get that, get that fucking sacrilege out of here. I absolutely did. So I didn't even hear all of his takes. Oh god, this needle. But I knew enough. Lip Dick to know, 
loser. But I knew Fucking enough to know that he all he is is he a is, failed he's screenwriter. He's profiting off of Barbie. He is a part of the Barbie phenomenon, That's whether right. he likes it or not. No, he wants to be a part of the Barbie phenomenon. He wants to be part of it. And I also love that you're like, stop listening to people's hot takes about Barbie, except for ours. Well, we don't have hot. I listen. This is what I like about really our podcast. Yeah. Is, you know what? We come from divergent, seemingly divergent, seemingly divergent yeah. places on a particular thing. Yeah. And I think what we're good at doing is exposing yeah. that maybe there doesn't need to be any 100%. kind of divergence. 100%. You know what also, I mean? Also, I love that you, like, I don't retcon it. You loved Barbie. Barbie was fine. You were like, Barbie was fine. They do need to make a life-sized America Ferrera Barbie, if you know what I'm saying. She's she's gorgeous in the yeah yeah. She's so hot. Her she used body. to be thicker too. Oh, well, you got to watch uh, Real Women Have Curves, right which get Greta Gerwig kind of just like stole the, for Lady Bird. Well, Lady Bird is just like white. <laughs> real, women real women have women. no curves. Exactly. Is that what that is? Yes, real, real women have long backs. <laughs> 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 okay, let's end this. Um, uh, this has been the semi woke podcast. Wait, wait, wait. What? Should we blame capitalism? Oh, we've or been do a blaming, problematic fact. We've been blame, I mean, we've done a couple of those throughout this. Oh, do we not have the hat? Is that why you don't want to blame capitalism? We've got the hat. It's right back there. Connor's got the. <gasps> okay. Or we can do a problematic fave. What do you want to do? Actually, let's, let's do a problematic fave. Let's do a problematic fave. I'm going to do a pro- problematic fave. Let's my problematic fave, uh, Barbie. Mm-hmm. Barbie is my problematic fave. You I loved it. Yeah. You were getting very emotional at certain points in the movie when they were showing you the toys. All the toys. Yes, at the end credits. Yeah. I all the toys that I loved that like like uh the the skipper the the ones that I had that pulls me back to a time in my life when I was innocent, before I was on medication, mm-hmm. and when I was before I was depressed. You right. know what I mean? Before I knew so many things that like ruined. You know, before, and and even though my childhood was very very fraught and very traumatic, that's where it went during those times of trauma. Right. So it was really like it was it, like that that like touches a part of you that nostalgia button mm-hmm. that little nostalgia clit hood that it touches it really like it affects you but let's also be conscious of those things right i think we've seen a little churn since the barbie movie of people being like a oh, barbie is completely perfect and i'm problematic barbie is back barbie's back and yeah. it's great and it's great and i've also been seeing a lot of uh uh little Black girls uh, just going up to random blonde women in the streets to take pictures of them because they <laughs> well, look like Barbie. Well, it's about time they get their get back from all the time white women touch their hair. <laughs> no, that's different. Because now we're back to, like, the, the issue with Barbie is that she is ultimately, I know there are black Barbies, but let's be real. When you say Barbie, when they acknowledge it, the stereotypical Barbie, a blonde, thin woman, comes to mind. Mm-hmm. And this uh, paragon of white femininity is what comes to mind. Mm-hmm. And though that is like, that's, that's uh there's a, a context of this is what we're fighting for boys. This is what we protect. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think even young black girls are brainwashed into believing that like they should care for and protect and, and idolize uh, thin white uh, feminine young women. And when they should be idol- idolizing thin Asian women, but okay, go on. Continue. Fuck you. G-Friend is great. Only if they can dance and hey, sing. I was thinking, thinking for myself. <laughs> okay, I was thinking for myself. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> they, only if they can dance and sing in a line. <laughs> no, but like, no. And they, and they're, and you can throw as many like uh, sort of fat butt Barbies in there in the mix, but there's nothing that, that you're, you're not really putting an effort in to diversify the iconography of Barbie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, could be problematic. Now we have a new generation of young black girls growing up believing in this being the uh, height of womanhood, of femininity, of of you know, it's just a cis white thin blonde woman. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 keep our eyes open for that. Yeah, I mean, look, capitalism is one of the, one of its great tools is being able to instrumentalize nostalgia to like reinforce consumerism yes right? to reinforce get you back consumerism in the reinforce uh, uh race, racial problematic racial yeah. politics like these are the things that and that's why ben shapiro is really mad because barbie's supposed to be an example i don't think he's really mad he's not really mad he's but that's really why the, the the conservatives get get he's just annoyed making content he's just making that's content. all he is he just but, happens to not be funny or talented exactly. in any other way and he doesn't actually have any real taste so all he is is he's like i'm an argumentative uh nerdy guy who went to harvard or but whatever. there is a, a a somewhat of a, a feeling from i think from the white right uh that barbie is theirs right barbie is theirs barbie is the the ideal that they hold up right as a as a as a kind of a tool to 
beat anyone who yeah uh, these, these people are all just idiots who are also victims of yes. all of this shit yes. they're just completely conditioned yes by the market but i love barbie and she's a problematic fave for that that's that's the, that's the problem hell bar- all hell barbie we all no no <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of what i said okay this is <laughs> this has been the semi-woke podcast thank you guys so much for tuning thank in remember tuning to in. A like share subscribe share our content with people uh i love seeing that our our instagram grows yes. and our, our channels are all growing our numbers keep yes climbing. the numbers went up for the last episode we really love you yeah, so much thank, thank you, you for guys listening. so much we love doing this podcast we love you guys thank you stay stay semi-woke